Some women are never mentioned in Time Magazine list or by the Women Leaders Global Forum, but we should know who they are. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street. This is Breakpoint. Last week in Reykjavik, Iceland, the Women Leaders Global Forum gathered to recognize and celebrate women making a positive difference in the world. The Trailblazer Award honored women who've won high political office. Others were recognized for their work in easing various stigmas and discrimination that women face around the world. There was even a category for female Nobel Prize laureates, an award on top of an award, if you will. While I'm happy to say congratulations to them all, I couldn't help but think of the amazing women who were at least as worthy of recognition yet are never mentioned at any of these secular events. The women I'm thinking of have at least one thing in common. In their various causes and through very different work, they speak up for those who in our culture have no voice. The unborn, those with disability, are victims of the sexual revolution. In doing so, they stand courageously against powerful cultural norms. If they worked on behalf of culturally acceptable causes, their names would be celebrated with the others. Obianuju Ekiocha or Uju, as her friends call her, is the founder and president of Culture of Life Africa, a Nigerian-born biomedical scientist. She's devoted her life to promoting the sanctity of life, the beauty of marriage, and the blessing of family in Africa. In fact, Uju is one of the main leaders of the pro-life movement on that continent. Her bold declarations in defense of the unborn and against progressive sexual ethics is confronting what she calls Western ideological imperialism. By the way, Uju will be speaking at our 2020 Wilberforce Weekend in May. Trust me, you don't want to miss that. Another heroine to note, Rachel Den Hollander. This gymnast turned lawyer brought down USA Gymnastics doctor and serial abuser Larry Nasser. In doing so, she enabled hundreds of his victims to have a voice. She now spends her time as a wife, a mother, and a crusader for the dignity of women and girls, especially calling the church to take sexual abuse seriously. We recently interviewed her on the Breakpoint podcast. I'll link you to that at breakpoint.org. And then there's Lila Rose, president and founder of Live Action. Lila is one of the most influential voices in the modern pro-life movement and the unquestioned media leader. From her undercover work exposing Planned Parenthood to her defense of the pro-life cause in mainstream media, she's a powerhouse. And she's proof that the pro-life movement is, in many ways, being led by a younger generation. And then there's Katie Faust, an author, children's rights activist, and founder of the organization Them Before Us. She's challenging one of the foulest lies of the sexual revolution, that the desires of adults should trump the rights of children, especially their right to have a mom and a dad. In one of our recent What Would You Say videos, she debunks the popular but poisonous idea that love's the only thing required to make a family. She's also going to be speaking at Wilberforce Weekend. Making the same case at the scholarly level is Helen Alvare, Associate Professor of Law at George Mason University and a champion of life and the family in the legal sphere. She's one of the intellectual heavy hitters of our time, including an amicus briefs to the Supreme Court, that marriage is worth preserving, that children deserve parents, and that unborn life is worth protecting. 
I feel like the author of Hebrews here. I'm running out of time to talk about Reggie Littlejohn, founder and president of Women's Rights Without Frontiers, the world's leading opponent of sex-selective and forced abortions in China. And, of course, Emily Colson and Johnny Erickson Tata, who have dedicated their lives to honoring the dignity of those with disability and, especially in recent years, leading the battle against selective abortion, assisted suicide, and euthanasia. Through books and speaking, they make the case, like few else can, that a society that welcomes the vulnerable is a beautiful place to live. Each of these women is a force of restoration. Not only do they deserve recognition for the incredible work they do, they deserve recognition because the causes they represent and the groups for whom they speak aren't culturally popular. God bless these worthy women. If I were on an award committee, they'd have my vote. For Breakpoint, I'm John Stone Street.